I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. here on the East Coast of the U.S. of A, tough guy. And uh, we got a hell of a show for you tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as you guys know, uh, every Wednesday night, ddpradio.com. For many, many years, Robert McLaren, the uh, real MC, uh, Stacy Morris, and myself uh, would, uh, would do this show. And uh, Stacy has taken a little bit of a backseat in the past couple of years because of her crazy schedule. She's got all kinds of stuff going on. So since then, we have brought on Crystal, the lovely Crystal, and, of course, Hayden, who can't be with us tonight. He's, uh, he's uh, got some personal stuff going on over in the U.K. But uh, for one night only, a special return because... When we saw when Stacy started, uh, you know, taking some time off for the show, one thing we wanted to keep doing was the Nancy shows because I think we all benefited from them. Uh, she's so full of information, and I get this all the time. People, you know, emailing me, messaging me, saying uh, that they they listen to the show live, and then the next day they go and actually take notes and stuff because there's so much information on a daily basis that you can't consume it all at once. So I have many people who listen to these shows over and over again to kind of take notes because uh, Nancy is so full of great information. And also, I love when Nancy is on because that means the return of one of my favorite people in the world, one of my favorite people in the DDPO community and the world. Uh, she is the one and the only, the inspirational Stacey Morris, stacymorris.com. Hello, welcome back. Oh, shucks, Mike. Thank you, and Happy New Year. Great to be back. Oh, happy New Year to you, too. And, of course, um, the... the the female counterpart to this generation of uh, Stacey Morris. Um, this is the first time you guys have been on the show together besides the first kind of transition show. Uh, Crystal Stewart, all the way up from the Great White North, who keeps sending me the uh, the Canadian newsreel of, you know, moose crossing <laughs> accidents and maple licking incidents. And, uh, <laughs> Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm really well. How are you? Oh, good. I am, I am great. And uh, so I'm just going to skip the jibber-jabber because we've got a lot awesome. to get into tonight. And I have a lot of people who, who uh, tune into the show uh, specifically because of Nancy. Uh, she is so full of information. But the person who is most in tune with this stuff, I mean, I, I can sit here and give, you know, DDPO good advice, how to do this position, or give experience on uh, on things but I'm going to sit here and fake it if I try to tell you that I'm on the level of Stacy and uh, Nancy. So 
I'm going to give uh, Stacey the floor to kind of just guide us through this conversation because she really knows a lot about uh, what they're talking about. So Crystal and I are going to kind of just chime in where we need to. But I know Stacey has, uh, has a lot of info on this, and uh, I think no one better to do the intro for Nancy than her very good friend, Stacey Morris. Okay, well, I mean, Nancy is just, I don't want to say too much because every time she's on, there's so much to talk about. Uh, We invariably run out of time, uh, especially this time of year when people are really primed and ready and more motivated than they usually are to make some changes. And, um, you know, Nancy's got pretty much got it covered, and she also has a nine-week is it, Nancy, is it a nine-week program that you're about to offer? It's a nine-step program, and I always encourage people to do it in nine weeks because then you're actually at the time of forming a good habit. Um, so, yeah, it's a great time to kick off the new year because what many people have to realize is that you can't just exercise, you can't just eat healthy, you really have to look at your lifestyle. And there are these key nine components that can have you live and develop a healthy lifestyle. And that really could combat illness and depression and fatigue and adrenal burnout and thyroid and hormone and other issues. So that's what the program's all about. Yeah, and you can find out more about that on your website, which is nancyguberti.com. And uh, on your site, you also have gateways to Twitter and Instagram and uh, Pinterest and all the social media that you're a part of, right? Yeah, you know, if anyone wants just, you know, healthy tidbits, I I sprinkle them (laughs) like, you know, breadcrumbs uh, along a trail because sometimes too much is overwhelming. So if you're on Twitter or Facebook, um, you can read that. I have a personal and business page on Facebook. And then my blogs Mm. um, have videos um, as well as... um, they're transcribed, and, you know, that's on a weekly basis. So, And then there's mm-hmm. a free detox podcast. That also is something good that you could do it yourself this time of year to cleanse the body from perhaps any holiday overeating or overdrinking or overindulging. Yeah, and um, I want to talk about detox because this is the probably number one time of year when when people embark on some sort of detox, um, and I know you're not a fan of the real rigorous, uh, you know, rigid ones because it can be hard on the body and it can backfire. But um, I also want to touch on, you know, I know there are just some safe and, and practical ways to detox, but part of the DDP yoga lifestyle, and this is what you endorse as well, is is being gluten-free and, and dairy-free. And, and, and then there's also the low sugar or no sugar component. And when people hear this, you know, especially if they're new, if they've just come on board, it can be overwhelming. It can be very daunting to uh, the thought of giving up all these things that taste good. And um, so I wanted to get your take on how to eliminate some of the harmful stuff. Do you recommend you know, taking on one or two groups to eliminate or one at a time? I mean, what 
What do you think the focus should be for someone who's starting a, a new a new healthy lifestyle? So that's a really great question, and I would say that you know you really. Um, to be generic, you know, across the board may not be the best thing. So this is where I practice functional medicine because we want to know how does the body function. We want to get to the root cause. Why do you eat the certain way? You know, everybody's chemistry is different. So if, let's break it down. So we're going to talk about gluten. We'll talk about dairy. We'll talk about sugar. So let's look at sugar for a second. If you have been on antibiotics and you have a very bloated stomach and you have GI issues and perhaps you have inflammation in certain parts of your body. So you could have it as dermatitis on your skin. You could have uveitis in your eyes. You can have bronchitis. You know, so now you're, there's something familiar with each one of these illnesses, and it has the itis at the end, which stands for inflammation. It can all be coming from the root cause of candida overgrowth on your stomach lining. If you fall into this category, then sugar would be probably the hardest thing for you to give up because you, at this stage, are somewhat addictive to it. Um, your body is uh, yearning for it. So it's like mind um, over matter, um, and it's hard to give up. And I think that if you fall into that category, if someone says low sugar, you might say, I don't want to give that up. And my comfort food is going to be a combination of the sugar as well as the carbohydrates, which are simple carbohydrates. Well, I'm talking about the breads and the pretzels and the bagels um, and the cookies and the pastries, as opposed to complex carbohydrates, which are your vegetables and, and going to be filled with fiber and all that. So now you're hearing a program that says, oh, well, we want you to get rid of gluten as well as sugar. And you're like, forget that program. I'll just do the exercise. But that's only mm -hmm. going to take you a certain, that's only going to take you so far because it's like you're in a boat with a hole in it and you're trying to plug that hole up all the time, but the water is getting stronger and stronger. So really, to make any healthy regimen, healthy lifestyle work, you have to see not only what type of exercise, what you're doing for your outside, but you have to see what you're putting inside. So I would tackle it one thing at a time. And it's also about mindset. And this is where we have to shift gears. I believe the human brain is flawed because we have self-doubt, we um, always we don't always wake up on the positive uh, side of the day, mm -hmm. and we don't say we can do this. So we could start something, but like I'm going to do it this year, and then by February 1st you've given up. So that's the floor that we have to constantly battle every day. So instead of saying, "Oh my God, I have to give up gluten and I have to give up sugar," instead and already it's a negative connotation. So I would look at this and say, why do I find this so hard to do? And if it's the cravings are stronger than the mindset, then you have to take smaller steps. So I would tackle one at a time. And I would say, you know what? 
you know, go on Instagram or go to the grocery store and look at different foods. What can I eat? What is clean eating all about? And you've written such great books about this. You know, I would highly recommend getting your books so you could, they, they could see that, that it's possible. So if I would look at that person and see what their daily food intake is. So I would recommend everyone to start a food journal. That would be a number one step. Hey, let's start this food journal and see what our pattern is. Let's also see if our energy lags during the day. Is it after we had coffee or sugar or at 3 o'clock are we going to the vending machine? And then how's our mood? Do we have anger management issues or are we depressed or are we happy-go-lucky? What is it and is there a pattern to what I'm eating and drinking? So, you know, sometimes I, I have clients that come in and they're having, you know, I had one individual that has five sodas a day, 12 espressos that same day, had five donuts that day, and then yeah. went on to eat these healthy meals, but it was way too much food. So you have to look at what's the lifestyle, what's the stress level, what's the work about. And that's where we have to look at the whole balance, not just food, but also cravings. So you want to look at what type of person are you. Are you a gluten person? Do you like gluten? Do you like the sugar? Do you like alcohol? You know, so alcohol turns into sugar. I have many recovering alcoholics that once they give up the alcohol, they replace it with sugar. So it's the same type, you know, you have to look at the chemicals of how the food um, <clears throat> changes in the body. Um, but you, you, want to, you want to look at that. If you also think about the health ramifications, so why is gluten bad? I mean, gluten is, I don't care if it's organic or not, it's linked to inflammation in the body. It's not the same gluten that was around, um, you know, thousands of years ago. There's a great book called The Grain Brain. Um, there's The Wheat Belly. So there's so much research and science out there, but it shows that it's over the years of accumulation, it could be linked to dementia and Alzheimer's, and you wonder why there's such an epidemic. But it is linked to skin issues like psoriasis and eczema. Um, and then it's just not good for the body. It's not nutritional. So perhaps and if you it, can think of that, you may get rid of it. And it's also uh, linked to autoimmune diseases and issues, isn't it? It's linked to that. It's linked to a lot of yep. thyroid issues. You know, and what I see is yeah. the adrenals and the thyroids and the hormones are all connected. So you have to nourish that. So that, that I would look at gluten. But, you know, I think um, a big um, mistake is when we think gluten-free is healthy. But it, if it's processed, no. it's not. But gluten-free, if you say, I'm going to get rid of the bread, like there's a great uh, restaurant in, actually it's in Queens and Brooklyn and New York and Westchester County and Stanford, Connecticut now, and it's called Bear Burger, B-A-R-E, Burger. And if you want the gluten-free option of a bun, they use collard greens. Now that gluten-free is actually healthy because you're getting greens, and it's also very good. The nutrients of right. collard greens are great for your eyes. But if I switch a bagel from gluten to gluten-free bagel, well, it really doesn't 
offer me any nutritional value. So we have to also look at what are we substituting. Because some people won't lose weight either if they go from gluten to gluten-free, but it's processed, right? So that's one thing. As far as the sugar, a lot of people have candida, and it's um, unless you're doing a functional medicine test, it's it's re- it's not tested conventionally, um, and it's linked to many many issues, autoimmune as well, and that is fed by sugar or anything that turns into sugar. So then you look at the sweeteners, and people will start to use NutraSweet or Sweetenal. Well, that's all really bad for you. I mean, my favorite, you know, Stacey, is organic stevia. Um, there's other things. Some people could use honey. It's all in moderation then at that point. You know, you have to look at the glycemic index. But sugar is linked to feeding cancer cells. And, you know, that's a big problem. You look at so many people have cancer nowadays in one form or another. You know, could it be that the gluten triggers something and now the sugar feeds and fuels the growth of the cancer cells? Could it be the dairy is, you know, is linked to hormonal cancers? So when we look at dairy, I mean, right away, if it's not organic, you're getting growth hormones, antibiotics. I'll go back to the question I said before. Has a person been on antibiotics? Because they, if they've been on antibiotics, they have candida overgrowth. And people will say, oh, I haven't been on antibiotics in years. And then my next question is, are you drinking regular milk, eating regular butter, having regular ice cream, regular cheese? Because if it's not organic, you're getting antibiotics. So you have to look at, well, what is the dairy doing and what quality of the dairy? If it's not organic, you're getting growth hormones and antibiotics potentially into you. So even in butter? Yes. It has to be organic. And, you know, obviously go a step further, grass-fed, grass-finished. That would be wonderful if the animal had that in them. Um, Lots of people have that bullet coffee or something, and they put butter in their coffee. Well, if it's not organic, it's it's toxic, you know. So you have to look at what's a a fad, what's the latest rage, and find the healthier version. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it is possible. You can gain weight eating gluten-free processed foods. That's, that's not really a, that's a no-brainer. So um, it is best if you can make your own at home or, or get as low processed as possible or make, make the, you know, the processed stuff an occasional treat. Uh, you don't want to, I, I kind of yep. almost fell into the routine of living on the processed stuff and having it all the time. And then I started to not feel so good. So quality of ingredients is, is crucial. It's huge. It is. And nowadays, you know, there's, um, there's great products like Simple Mills and King Author. They have almond flour. Uh, you know, you could make paleo muffins, paleo pancakes, paleo cookies, and they're very low to nothing sugar. Um, and then if you want to make it sweeter, you know, so add some stevia in there so it doesn't feed candida. 
But, you, you know, your taste buds do change the cleaner you eat. And the food is different. It doesn't have to be cardboard. You know, years ago, 15 years ago, many of the alternatives were cardboard. But, you know, like on, on Instagram, I, I, you know, even um, Stacey, your Instagram, my Instagram, I mean, you, people could get ideas of like, wow, that food looks amazing. I know when I go on Stacey's Instagram, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would love for her to deliver. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it, it looks so yummy. You could get a Nutribullet for Pete's sake and, and really whip something in there, and you can add um, pea protein to make it thick and to give you a good protein and very satisfying, and it doesn't have any of the bad side effects. So there are ways to do it. You just have to think out of the box. And to how do you think out of the box is not by watching TV because the commercials are not nope. healthy. It's really about being in a like-minded community, you know, listening to these shows, going on Instagram, reading blogs, going on YouTube, watching these type of um, recipes and how these different foods are cooked. But I always say, you know, you're worth the time and investment because you're, your health is worth it because you're worth it. If you feel healthy, you could conquer the world. But if you don't, True. you look at that to-do list and you go, oh, my God, what do I really have to get mm -hmm. done? I feel horrible. You know, and, and then you get depressed and you don't fulfill your real life's purpose. Nancy, I have a question for you. Um, you mentioned a while back that it's, you know, you need to find, you know, navigate which is bad and which is, you know. I've noticed that when I talk to people about which, whichever health uh, things I, I mean, I'm doing at the moment or whatever that, a lot of people will come back with, oh, well, let's just figure out it's wrong after that anyways. When you're going through that situation, is there a trusted source or a trusted, you know, uh, publication or, or person that you go to? Because it is people counteract you with that kind of things. Because you know, when when my parents were younger, it was diet tab and, and you know fat free, and then it was uh, you know the, the the chips that had the no you know whatever it is. But they were constantly turning out these these fad foods. And I feel that kind of turns people off a lot of times to actual things that do work because there's a right. history of, of, of them selling you a, a miracle and then coming back years later and finding out it's, it's all nonsense. So do you have a source or a way to kind of navigate through that that you could tell yeah. somebody, hey, check this out, yeah. and here's what's behind that? Right. So this is a thing, and that's a great point. So this is, this is the story. If you look at even research, you know, if you look at who's funding the research, you know, so like when TAB came out, all you have to do is look at the ingredients. But if you look at spinach and you look at, you know, berries and you look at animals, for instance, um, grass-fed, grass-finished, grazing on the field the way nature intended them to be. You can't say, you know, and I'm talking about organic produce. I'm not talking about genetically modified Monsanto sprayed pesticide laden, you know, um, which changes your DNA and your blood and everything else. When you look at how nature intended it, and, and, and you can't say, how can you say, well, gosh, 
you know, that broccoli, that green leafy vegetable, that carrot, that meat, that chicken is bad. If yeah. it were, if it's, they, they if it's clean, if it's raised properly. But then when you look at soda or you look at, you know, the whole margarine butter thing, and you have to look at who's saying that. So the problem was the whole thing with the dairy and the sugar, one whole industry lied about the other industry, put out this, yeah. these statements, and they were complete lies. But we are not being our own best health advocate and going through and checking everything. Well, was it the FDA, the USDA? You know, did, because if it's the FDA and they approved it, they're supposed to have done research, like on NutraSweet. Oh, they approved it, so it must be healthy. But they did not do their due diligence. So we must do our own due diligence. There are, you know, you can go on um, NBIC, which is more of um, scientific research. And I go on those different research sites to see if they're not funded by any major food company. As long as you find out and they're not funded, then that's a good place to start. But, you know, all we have to do, we're pretty smart where we can figure out if it's processed, then where's the research coming from? And if it's coming from the company that's selling it, then I don't believe it, you know. And you have to look at how things were intended. Like there's a local, uh, a local store that now is putting, um, in the summertime, they do peaches and some other fruit. They have now, like, combined them. I'm like, really? There's no way that's organic, and they're not. And I'm like... Wow, that's fascinating. But people are like, oh, it's the latest rave. Really? But it's not normal. You know, so you have to, I mean, I think common sense could tell us if it's from a can or if it has artificial ingredients, it's not good. Or even supplements, for instance, prenatal vitamins that most doctors recommend have blue dyes. Um, They have titanium dioxide. And those are carcinogenics and metals, but yet the doctor said to take it, and we may just take it because it's a prenatal. <laughs> we, when I, before I left New Hampshire a couple of years ago, they had there were a big rage with a grapple. It was a apple and grapes. Like it was a, uh, an apple that was flavored, tasted like a grape. And I'm like, what are they? They breeding apples and grapes together in the back room? How is this coming about? Right. It makes no <laughs> sense. But then they'll be like this. <laughs> This cures cancer. Really? How? Yep. And I think it does such a disservice to, to actual legitimate uh, claims, too, because so many people just, you know, read up on this is nonsense, that this was proven false, that things that actually work and things that are actually useful get dismissed because of the, you know, people selling pseudoscience and, and then finding out that it's all nonsense. It kind of it does the whole movement a disservice in the long run. Exactly. You know, like, so if you want to find out, there are certain organizations you could look at, like the Environmental Working Group 
does do analysis on what you put on your body, so that would be good. Then there are organizations like the National Institute of Environmental Health Services. So you could look into into those type of companies, you know, that um, you have to check then if you really, really want to get down to it, find out who's funding them. Um, and if they're not funded by any of these companies, or Monsanto, <laughs> then you're okay. Yeah, you have to have a critical eye and ear. You can't just swallow uh, information whole, even if it's a. It looks like a scientific study. Right. Um, if there, there's a financial incentive behind it, you, you know, it's important to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in case in point is the big. Go ahead, Crystal. Oh, I'm sorry, Crystal. No, sorry, there's a lag going no, on here. No, sorry, go I was just saying, case in point was the dairy farmers. Dairy farmers are known for, you know, saying that milk is so good for you and whatever the case may be. Well, all those ads that you see on TV, you'll look at the bottom of the commercial or at the end of the ad, it'll say proudly paid for <laughs> by... You know, Ontario farmers, or you know, in your case, it would be the United States. But you know, it and it makes you shake your head, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, it's funny how they advertise that. It's like say no to uh, coyotes from National Association of Roadrunners. You know, just it's like they're so blatant about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I would check Science Daily. So Science Daily has a, a lot of research, and then you'd have to go into each one and then determine um, who's funding it, so, you know. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, Nancy, you Nancy, had um, – uh, oh, Well, I just was, was going to say, Mike, we, we go ahead. Then we have a question from oh, the no, chat no. room. Oh yeah, I will. I will grab that. I can't get the, lo- the chat room to load. Did it load? Was that? Did it work okay? Yeah, it was a minute ago. Okay, huh. I, it must be on my but end. I, I, we'll grab that. Just, just do, do, do that, and then I kind of want to switch over to talk about the ketogenic uh, thing. Because Stacy, uh, Nancy had mentioned that you guys wanted to talk about that, and I have an unbelievable yeah. personal experience with that. So uh, okay, uh, we will switch over to that. But let's get this uh, <laughs> question done. Yeah, well, Nancy, we've got one of your fans from California, Jeff Carmona. Oh, yes. Hi, in the Jeff. chat room. <laughs> and Jeff has a question. Um, he wants to know if you you have or could recommend a drink or a, a homemade drink mixture because you're so big on superfoods and, and really <laughs> helpful ingredients. Uh, he wants to know if there's a drink that can help poor digestion and blood circulation. Well, I'm a big fan of the wheatgrass, and it comes in a powder, and it's organic by um, Amazing Grass. So it's very alkalizing, energizing. It's raw plant-based. It's vegan, gluten-free, and raw. And I add that to water um, as well as I will put, if you you know want to go and add a few more things, you could add a splash of apple cider vinegar. Um, so since 
it's really great for the blood and it can bring oxygen to the cellular level. Um, it helps um, support overall health and wellness, um, boosts the immune system, helps detoxify, but it also alkalines um, the body. Now, for I would start with that. Probiotics and digestive enzymes are really great to take on a daily basis because they will support digestion. Um, this will help bring superfoods, again, to our mitochondrial. And if we want to go a step further and bring oxygen to our cellular level, then I would highly recommend getting DMG. So D as in David, M as in Mary, and G as in girl. And that is a supplement. My favorite is by um, Da Vinci, and Da Vinci also um, owns Food Science. So either one of those, and they are little... Um, you put them under your tongue and you let them dissolve, but they bring oxygen to the cellular level, and they're also great for um, stopping uh, lactic acid buildup. So you could take it before a workout and you could take it after. So I would do a combination of those, um, but I would definitely do the probiotics and I would do the digestive enzyme. If, if Jeff, if you can, if, if this is for yourself, and you can determine that you feel your digestion is sluggish after a protein meal, then you would go on for an enzyme that's higher in protease. If it's um, after lipids, which are fats, even if they're healthy fats, you want to go for an enzyme higher in lipase. Or you could just do a blanket enzyme that has all of them, so they, they break down everything and even amylase to break down your carbohydrates. If you have problems with certain peptides, like if you are having gluten and if you are having dairy has casein in it, then you want to get an enzyme that has peptidase in it. Um, I have several companies that I love. One is Enzyme Formulations, but they don't sell retail. Um, that's one company. Another company is Claire. Another company is NESS. Those would be my favorite um, as far as enzymes, and my favorite probiotics are always Claire. And then you can go with this, this green drink, and you could have it in the morning, and you could also have it in the afternoon to give you a little energy. If you're having protein, say you're going out for a hamburger, and hopefully it's organic, uh, no antibiotics, but you're not going to be able to have any greens, you could drink this wheatgrass to alkaline the acidic meal. So, and it's also great for traveling and keeping in your pocket, you know, the powder. I love it. Perfect, perfect. That's what I love about you, Nancy. You don't just give us, when we ask you a question, two or three ideas. You give us about six or seven. <laughs> so that really covered it. Perfect. So that's, now let's talk keto. Yes. Everyone's, I mean, it's on everyone's tongue. It's all over social media. I don't know all that much about it, but I'm intrigued. And, Mike, you had a personal experience with it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show before. Uh, most people in my life know it, but I don't know if I've actually talked about it. My brother, uh, growing up, um, he was in a really bad, bad way. He was uh, severely, severely epileptic. Um, he would have more than one 
grand mal seizure every single day, and he used to be with, you know, some kids who are all epileptic, and he wasn't supposed to live, you know, if he used to live past 20 years old, he would have been a vegetable long before then. Um, two of his, his close friends uh, that he grew up with have, have passed away. They were eventually, you know, they couldn't function anymore. Their brain activity was so, um, uh, you know, ruined from the seizures that they ended up, uh, you know, passing away. And when we were, uh, my mom worked in a hospital um, for my whole life. She was she was a, a radio a radiology technician, and then she worked in the pulmonary um, industry, a part of the part of the hospital. And there was a doctor there who was kind of outside the box who introduced her to the ketogenic diet. And she was desperate because my brother, you know, he wasn't he didn't have much of a chance. He was about 12, 11 years old when we got introduced to this, and. Um, I still, I can't, if I ever see anyone watch, have a seizure on TV, I, I get really upset because it just brings back so many memories and stuff. Um, but we were in that hospital the whole time, and this doctor put my brother on this diet, the ketogenic diet, which is a hard diet for a kid. You know, a lot of birthday parties and stuff, you got to kind of bring your own food, and it's kind of a bizarre diet. He had to have a lot of fat, like, you know, a full stick of butter and stuff like that, like just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that, but... He was on it for a few years and to the point where he's not on a single medication today. He's a master electrician, no problems whatsoever. He hasn't had a seizure since he was about 14 years old, and that diet was the thing that saved him. Like everyone, you know, my, the doctors all acknowledge that he wouldn't be here right now if he hadn't gone, uh, undertaken that, that process. You see, and that, that just well, shows the power of food. Not the power of medicine in this case, but the power of food. And it's just kudos to your mother and thank God for your brother, you know, um, and then that you can share that story. And now this ketogenic diet is so popular for weight loss. Um, so let's, let's give a little background. Um, so the keto in the ketogenic it comes from the fact that the body produces small fuel molecules called ketones. And it's an alternative fuel for the body. It's used when blood sugar is in short supply. So ketones are produced if you eat very few carbs, okay? And only moderate amounts of protein because actually excessive protein can be converted to blood sugar. And, and that's what we don't want an abundance of. That's why your brother ate a lot of fats. You didn't say he ate a lot of protein. He ate a lot of fats. So ketones are produced in the liver from fat. They are then used as fuel throughout the entire body, including the brain. The brain is a very hungry organ, and it consumes lots of energy every day. It can't run on the fat directly. It runs on the ketones in this case. So on this this keto diet, as we call it, your entire body switches its fuel supply to run almost entirely on the fat ketones, right? So the insulin levels become very low and fat burning increases dramatically. 
And so that at this point, it becomes easy to get to the fat stores in your body and burn them off. And obviously, it works for weight loss, but people also say that they have so much energy and they're less hungry. So in this case, when you're on this diet, it's also really good. And I know, Stacey, we've talked about fasting before, where you could actually do a 12-hour fast. You can, you know, go to bed the night before, and you wake up in the morning, and you're not hungry. So you can delay food, you know, 8, 9 o'clock, whatever the case is, where some people who are eating high carbs, they wake up, they're hungry, and what are they doing? They're going right for the donut or Starbucks or whatever. So this um, diet really shifts the whole body. And we say that when the body produces these ketones, it's in a ketosis state. But that's the fastest way um, to get there uh, to, to really work on the fat storage, and you will be really energized and less hungry, and you don't have cravings. Um, you know, you always want to check before you do any type of plan like this. Are you on medications? Do you have diabetes, high blood pressure? Are you breastfeeding? Are you pregnant? Whatever, you know, you always want to um, get approval. You know, just because you hear it here or read it in a blog or whatever and hear that it's healthy, you always want to make sure you have clearance just like you need clearance before you um, actually uh, do some type of exercise routine. So then people, the next question might be, well, what do you eat on a keto diet, right? So typically you want less, obviously, uh, the carb intake should be under 50 grams per day, net carbs, ideally 20 grams, below 20 grams. Now, now you have to look at what you're eating. Say you're having 200 grams of carbs now and someone says go under 20 grams, it's going to be a shift. <laughs> so you have to you know, prepare for this. Um, you completely, completely avoid any sweet, sugary foods, any starchy foods like bread, pasta, rice, potatoes, not allowed on this. It's a very strict, low-carb diet, and it's high in fat but not high in protein. So if we do a rough guideline, 10% um, energy from carbs, uh, fewer carbs the better, 15 to 25% come from protein, and 75% would come from fat. Um, so that's what you look at um, for this type of diet. You know, you have to really get a meal plan together um, and, and check what you can have. What you, so you want to avoid any fruits that are high glycemic, um, obviously, white potatoes, pasta, even beer would be a problem. Rice is a problem. Bread, donuts, you know, chocolate candy, sodas, even, um, you know, orange juice and stuff like that. People are like, well, if it's fresh squeezed orange juice, is it okay? No. Um, and then what you do want are, you know, vegetables. Um, certain nuts are better than others on this type of diet. So the best, you know, you want to go for the low-carb nuts. So pecans would, have, would be great because pecans and Brazil nuts 
are, they have four carb contents. Macadamia has five. Hazelnut, seven. Walnut, seven. Peanut, seven. Pine nuts, nine. Almonds, ten. Now we go into the higher carb nuts. Pistachios have 18. Cashews have 27. So you have to do a little switch. You know, it's yeah. so like I love my cashew unsweetened milk. I'd have to switch that out. <laughs> so um, you want to look you can't just say, oh, well, nuts are protein and nuts are fat. We have to look at, you really got to look at the low-cost nuts. So, it's, it's, uh, so that would be one thing. Fruits, um, the best fruits on a ketone would be uh, blackberries, raspberries. They have five, you know, as far as carb content. Uh, content. Strawberries have six, but blueberries have 12. So, yeah, blueberries are healthy, but if you're on this diet, we have to shift. Bananas have 20. So that, you know, mangoes, 13, pineapple, 12, grapes, 16. You know, you're not going for that. Um, And, again, a strict low-carb diet, less than 20 grams per day. So now you're looking at the carb content of your fruit. Um, if that's if that's the type of diet you want to be on, and then the fats, of course, you want to make sure that they're healthy. Um, for vegetables, the best vegetables on this diet are ones that are growing above the ground and low carb. Um, below the ground contain more carbs. So, for instance. You have your spinach, your lettuce, your asparagus, and respectively, that goes one, two, three for carb content. Avocados are two. Olives are three. Tomatoes are three. Eggplant, three. Zucchini, three. But then we go uh, broccoli, thank God, is four. Um, You know, others are going to be the below the ground. Carrots are seven. Sweet potatoes are 17. Um, Beetroots are seven. So you want to look at because you want to look at all that because that's important. Um, and then your peas, your corn, which I wouldn't recommend eating corn unless it's organic. Even that could be contaminated. Uh, your beans, your lentils, your quinoa are not vegetables. They do contain more carbohydrates than vegetables. So you have to be careful with those. So if you're having quinoa and that has 18 carb content in it and we want to keep to 20 you know you have two to play with you know so that's 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 it's just a little bit of you know some people love weight watchers because they count points this you're going to count um you know to make sure that you have the right carbs the right protein and the right fats it's just a little protein is sort of moderate amounts would that mean stay away from protein drinks well, if you're doing a protein drink with a pea, right, so peas have a nine, um, you're okay there. You know, if you're having two of those a day, you're at 18. But if you're having one at nine, you know, one serving of that at a nine, uh, you want to look at, now you want to look at the carb content of your protein powder to see that you're not going too high over, you know, I mean, 20 is really strict. So you might be, you might find your happy place being a 30 or a 40 for that. And it really all depends what 
the goal is. If the goal is for energy, you'll know right away if that, you know, say two of the uh, protein powders puts you over. Like, do you feel sluggish? If the goal is for um, jump-starting weight loss or continuing weight loss, you know, some people plateau, then you'll know right away by your measurements and by your scale, you know, and keeping the exercise routine the same as well. So this is where a food journal is really, really important because you want to now see how much, um, you know, how much fats we're having and, and how much protein. So what's really good are eggs. That's very good for you on this. Um, because eggs have a carb content of one. Um, Fish and seafood have zero carb content, so that's good. Meat has zero. Natural fats, you know, the olive oil, say the organic butter, that has zero. So that's really good, and and that's what you could eat. Um, You know, and they really don't even restrict how much you're eating as long as you're in the right ratio you can eat a lot. And many people say they don't even need to eat a lot because, again, there are no cravings. The body's using Mm. the fats in the right way. You're fueling the body in the right way. I always say, like, think about one's comfort food. It's, it's, you know, usually the starchy, high carbs or full of sugar foods, and that would negate this type of, uh, protocol. I mean, it is a. I would say it's a healthy protocol if you are, um, you know, again, go organic. The less toxins, the better. I think that was the problem with the Atkins diet is when everybody just went nuts having all this stuff, but it was not free range organic. So they were getting a lot of antibiotics, growth hormones, you know, pesticides, toxins, and everything else. But that too was a low carb. Um, But this is much cleaner. It's also a little bit more restrictive, but it is much cleaner. Hmm. And then, you know, like the beer, beer has 13 grams of carbohydrates, right? So that could put one bowl, you know, of cooked rice has 28. Well, then we're over. You know, if you if you think about it, if you look at this diet and then you look at the typical American food intake, um, it negates um, it negates being healthy. The typical American food intake. Um, yep, it's a problem. Yeah, and it's a yeah. really I mean if you're if you're able to do it, it it automatically circumvents a lot of unhealthy choices. I mean, exactly. It right out of the equation. Exactly. And you know what? I mean, honestly, this would I, I can't could you imagine if you're on this diet, how would you get diabetes? Because the problem with sugar and starch is everything turns into simple sugars in the intestines, right? Then it's absorbed into the blood, it raises the glucose levels, and then it increases the production of the hormone insulin, which is our fat-storing hormone. Uh, It's produced in the pancreas, right? So large amounts prevents fat burning and stores the extra into our fat cells. 
So it's a big, big problem. If you're cutting out the starch and you're cutting out the sugar, I mean, you can have the fresh berries, right? So that is sweet. Um, but it's, it's cutting out the whole inflammatory responses, the high insulin. It's cutting out the food cravings. It's cutting out the adrenal uh, fatigue, hormone balance, thyroid issues, um, the frequent eating you know, and then you're not going to have energy if you're having sugar and starch. You're going to crash. So it is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it also prevents the scientific studies that show not only is it great for weight management, but it prevents blood pressure, blood sugar issues, high cholesterol. It calms the stomach. You have less cravings. It helps with mood, mental clarity, focus great for skin, and so on. Cool. Where does um, spaghetti squash fall on the spectrum? I fell in love with spaghetti squash over Thanksgiving. Is that high in sugar? Spaghetti squash sounds like it may be a little problem. A lot of people use it instead of pasta. Yeah. Yeah. See, I Um, use zucchini. I would oh, zucchini. use okay. zucchini is like if you get the, that, that machine, do the zucchini, love, 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 love. You know, that spot puts yeah, it in spirals. That, that's, I would go with the mm-hmm. zucchini because it's very, um, zucchini only has three carb content, so that's good. Okay, I'll give that a shot. You talked about uh, how restrictive uh, the the diet can be, the ketogenic diet, and I actually kind of dig when I'm trying to be healthy to be on a restrictive diet. There's so many companies that pitch the, oh, you can lose weight and and, and eat anything, and and, and yeah, that's probably true to something come by the food, but I've been on the I can eat anything diet for 30 years, and it hasn't worked for me, so maybe showing a little bit of restrictiveness can actually set me up more long-term because I've obviously failed at my own free will of eating anything. You know, the sorts of, they sell that. Oh, you can eat anything on this diet. But, you know, that's what got me here in the first place. I actually do better on when someone says, you can't have that, because that just eliminates possibilities for me. Yeah, and the thing is, it's also, this diet's clean. It's, nothing's processed. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. what, you know, we talk about the studies and everything. Um, it's really nature, right? So, it's it's healthy for you, and your body is using it in the most in the in the very proper way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it spaghetti squash, Stacy, the one that you liked? I think that's what they call it. Yeah, the it spaghetti. So a cup of that would have seven grams of carbohydrates. So it's not so bad. It depends how much okay. you're having. You know, you yeah, might Bill want to mix it. it you want to mix yeah, it with Bill zucchini. Okay, cool. So it's not I, bad. I couldn't believe that I liked that. I couldn't believe I liked spaghetti squash when I first tried it. I was like, this is going to be disgusting, <laughs> and I can't believe how much I, I enjoyed it. But, I would try the zucchini, though. The zucchini is amazing, and then I make a uh a It is vegan, amazing. Yeah, I do a vegan pesto, so I use... Uh, basil, obviously, and pine nuts, yep. and if I want to make it creamier, I'll put avocado in there. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and then if you want to make it a little tangy, I'll add apple cider. So I, it's just the basil's amazing when you make it into that. And you put that on the zucchini, amazing. <laughs> so I would try that. You could even do, well, cashews are high in carbohydrates, so if you did a, a nut butter with the low-carb ones, um, that might taste good as well. But I would try the, the pesto and the avocado. Well, oh, perfect. Is, and there's an avocado good. mayo that tastes really good, um, and I make it's salad good. dressing with that, and I just add apple cider to it. There's a common theme here. Apple cider makes everything taste so good. But that um, that mayo is really good. Uh, it's a paleo, so it is – I'm just going to get the name. It's um, Prime Primal Kitchen. Um, avocado oil mayo. So you could put that on almost anything and it tastes really good. <laughs> awesome. Mm. There's all kinds of interesting stuff up. And, you know, I was always under the assumption that I didn't like certain things, because you know growing up, you know, the, the early 80s, you know, mom and dad just kind of boiled the hell out of some vegetables and put them on the table. <laughs> but there's so many different ways to kind of do this stuff. And, and that is never more prevalent than going on to StacyMorris.com or grabbing her two books, Clean Comfort and Sweet Comfort, because there is, like, you don't realize that. So you actually get out there and you're like, okay, I don't like this, but I can make myself like it because there's so many things you can do to kind of mess it up a bit. Exactly. Yeah. doesn't have to be boring. No, no way. I mean, it, no, at all. No. And I think that's what people fear. They fear because they're so, you know, think about it. Fast food is addictive. I mean, all you have to do is watch Super Size Me. It is addictive. Mm-hmm. Their food companies are putting chemicals in these products. So when they hit your taste buds, it sends that neurotransmitter chemical message to the brain you just want more and you don't realize to stop after 20 minutes so they're not your friend and the cleaner you eat and it's not out of the store or the box and it's out from nature and if you look at this i would highly look at you know i'll put a blog post up going through what i discussed tonight um if people want to just get an idea of the basics of this you might just want to try it, and you, you may be really surprised. And then if you start to see yourself gaining energy, um, mental clarity, um, not always being hungry, as well as losing weight, once you start to see the positive progress, then you'll stick to it and you know, say, wow, you know what, this stuff yep. tastes really good. It's not so hard after all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a little hard. Right, you won't feel deprived. a little effort. Exactly. Yes, that, I mean, that's the thing with you, you know, that you can eat these and have good food and not feel deprived and not feel like you're missing out. And even if you are, like, you know, like I said earlier, right. a little hard once in a while isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I got this way because I wasn't willing to do hard. Sometimes things are hard. Sometimes, no matter how good it is going to a birthday party and everybody's eating that cake, you're going to want some. But a little bit of hard to build character and yep. build you up for long term. Being able to hold back on that and have control, even when it is hard, is going to be a little bit more, uh, you know, it's going to be easier as time goes on. And it builds up that uh, ability to say, I don't need that. And I think that's the problem with so many people, especially nowadays, just want things to come easy. The miracle pill, the miracle drug, <laughs> the miracle diet. You know what? 
hard and sometimes. Autopilot. <laughs> Right, and there is yeah. no there's no such thing as that. And you know, when it's too good to be true, it's because it's not true. It and, is, and that's why I always say you have yes. to look at the whole picture, the lifestyle. Um, and, you know, and, and that's really what you need to look at. So, I just posted well, just now in the chat room. You know, truthfully, there's a part of me that would love to be eating chocolate cake right now. <laughs> But I'm I'm eating a bowl of chocolate chia seed pudding. It's not my honest first choice, but I don't I don't go just with the whim of my taste buds anymore. Mm-hmm. And some some days are easier than others, but you know I want to feel better. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of being a slave to sugar right. cravings, you know, and then everything else that goes with it. Exactly. Yep. You know, and if you yep. do decide to do this diet, or even if you go gluten-free or sugar-free or anything, if you are eating the these foods in abundance, you will, you probably will have some side effects, you know. So some people report that they get headaches, leg cramps, constipation, you know, they um, bad breath, you know, they just don't feel right because it's detoxifying you are going through a detox and that's what Stacey you had mentioned I'm not a big fan of crazy detoxing right uh, because you know if you do some juice cleanse for two three weeks four weeks and then you got to reintroduce the food anyway if you never learned how to eat and you never appreciated the the amazing taste of food when you come off that cleanse you're going to go back to the bad stuff yep. so what why'd you go through that hell in the first place but you will go through some withdrawals if it's so bad. And that, that is detox in of, in of itself. And what I would mm-hmm. recommend is that you drink a lot of pure water and you take a good quality vitamin C because to detoxify, you need glutathione and to help the liver pathways. And to do that, you need vitamin C um, to help create the glutathione so if you're you know again you could do talk uh, hours just on supplements but look at your bottle and go to the extent of calling the company up because most vitamin c is derived from corn but yet on the label it will say does not contain corn because they remove the corn protein but it was derived from it so really you're not getting any benefit from that supplement so you have to get a good quality um, vitamin C you want to drink your water and you want to get your sleep while your body detoxifies and just changing your diet you're going through a detoxification but it's worth it in the end so many people come in and they're puffy, their hands are puffy, under their eyes they have bags, you know, their hair doesn't look shiny anymore, they really feel blah, and they're so used to feeling less than, uh, you know, par, less than optimal, because this is what they've been doing all their lives, because they've been eating really bad all their lives. And it's no mm-hmm. fault of their own, it's a no judgment zone, we just want people to get better and really take charge of their life and it begins with what you put in your body as well as what your mindset is and then what you put on your body and your environment and who you you know live your life with and work with and everything else absolutely, absolutely. and nancy can be uh found at nancy 
she has her nine-step program up there, too. You guys want to check that out because we talk here a lot, and we've only scratched the service. It's, I don't even understand how Nancy can uh, can have all this information and just kind of hold on to it because we talk about something different every day, and you can go an hour on just one subject if you wanted to. You're just so knowledgeable on that stuff. And a very valuable resource for the show, and I'm I'm glad Stacey still comes on with us and talks about this because you guys have a great repertoire together, and nothing makes me realize how quickly life is passing me on, uh, by than when Nancy comes on the show, and I realize it's been another quarter, because you come on quarterly, and it just <laughs> seems like we just talked to you last week. It's just it's crazy what? how quickly life happens. Exactly. So it'll True. be spring the next time we speak. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, so, and, and you guys, listen to the show again. There's so much information. Don't get overwhelmed. Um, but check out all of her, her social media sites and look into her nine steps to uh, a healthier life because it's a, it's a really wonderful investment in yourself, and it, it'll fan out into your, you know, people who are close to you. They'll they'll probably follow your lead and be impressed with your, you know, your energy level and, and just, how, you know, your new aura because it does. I mean, eating healthy affects every part of you, including what you project to the world. So, Nancy, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for having me, and I hope everyone starts off the new year and finds peace, prosperity, purpose, and good health. Thank you so much, Nancy. We appreciate it. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. StaceyMorris.com is a great companion piece for everything we've talked about here because Stacey and Chef Bill have, have concocted some amazing recipes from what we talked about, things that will empower you and, and be better you without having to suffer, uh, you know, good food. And Clean Comfort, of course, was her first one, or my favorite, Sweet Comfort, because we all need a little bit of Sweet Comfort once in a while. And I've got a new one coming out, hopefully this <laughs> month, if I if I get it in June. Oh. It's called a, a Bowl of Comfort. And obviously everything in it is is bowl-worthy and served in a bowl. But it's going to range from soups, stews, entrees to dips, desserts. Um, And it's just kind of a fun recipe book um, to go along with the whole. I just keep, you know, Bill and I keep inventing recipes and coming up with things. So the series continues. All right. Volume three. It sounds wonderful. Crazy. I'm excited. We're waiting for the restaurant to open up. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) It'll be somewhere where there's palm trees. Perfect. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Thank you guys so much. And we will be back next week, Crystal and myself. And I think it's going to be Crystal and myself flying solo for another week until Hayden comes back. And uh, we are, I'm actually, uh, we we were off a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, Unfortunately, we couldn't get a hold of Crystal as Canada actually shut down as a a state of mourning as Alan Fick passed away. He was one of my favorite (laughs) Canadians ever. I'm just kidding. But I I do love Alan Fick. Um, And, uh, Crystal, I hope you had a great holiday, and we're going to be back next week doing our chat. I think we're going to do a community show, so we'll talk to some listeners, we'll talk to some people, answer some questions, concerns, struggles, satisfaction, celebration, everything under the sun. We'll chat that next week. Thank you so much for Nancy Amen. and AntiqueWorthy.com. And uh, StacyMorris.com. It's great having the gang back together, and uh, Crystal, uh, uh, we're all one big gang now. We're all the alumni of uh, GDP Radio, and uh, so it's a fun time whenever we get to talk Absolutely. to you guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Until then. Thanks, Mike.
Great Thank to be back. Have a happy New Year, you guys. You too. And, happy uh, New remember, Year. No matter what you do, never, ever, ever give up. I'll see you guys. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. Cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.